1: Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Brad
2: Bradford
1: Show. That's my open.
2: That's what they used to call me, Swivel Hit Bradford. That's my open. I'm okay. waiting for you to multiply so your stupid opinion. Bradford Show. That's delicious.
0: Ladies and gentlemen, we're back to our normally scheduled baseball guests. Last week, Rob Bradford was uh, was recovering. His voice wasn't up to snuff. Now he's back with us on the Harbor One hotline. And Rob Bradford at WEEI.com with us for the Midweek Clubhouse Report brought to us by McFarlane Energy. Greater Boston and Cape Cod's choice for dependable heating and cooling solutions at McFarlaneEnergy.com. Well, uh, Rob Bradford, who is with us on Zoom, or you you're in the Twitch chat, you can see Rob uh, as we uh, talk to him today. My God, a starting pitcher went past oh. five innings.
2: McFarland, holy what that? hell! That's what we say when we're excited about five, a starting pitcher going five innings. Five in a third
0: innings. I don't know what to make of it. Keith and I, I mean, seriously, if we would have if we would have put the over under at twenty five games this year that a Red Sox starter would have gone more than five innings, I probably still would have taken the under. But uh, that was a, a nice, tidy little performance on offense and defense yesterday, Brad.
2: Cy Young Walker, let's mm-hmm. go. Mm-hmm. Let's start getting on the trolley. Hey, listen, I, I was on the ride. Weber bandwagon out of spring training that didn't go quite well. Can I get on the Michael Walker sure
1: bandwagon? You can I probably mean, drive it.
0: Yeah.
2: <laughs> all right. Uh, well, um, come on, come on, Rich. Come on, man. It's Jump a on, the guy. Let's been, go. He's been very good. It's been like 2013. Who couldn't forget? That's right. right? I mean, NLCS MVP. You're still stung by that Shane Victorino hit, mm-hmm. uh, but no, he he was he's really been good. And and the thing is, is that it's a reminder about this this pitching staff it's been good and it's been a waste that they've been so good right yeah. i mean it's it's we we talk about the bullpen the bullpen has been honestly it's been good enough usually you shouldn't have to get to these games where it's one nothing and 2-1 or whatever it is and the starters have been outstanding i think they have like a 338 ERA combined right. So it's just been a waste. I mean, there's no other way to look at it. And, and last night was the rare example why it wasn't or when it was not mm-hmm. a waste. And it was, it was the feel-good moment of the year at Fenway Park.
1: It really was. Franchi Cordero uh, getting Ooh. a crack at first base, a couple of hits. If you had to guess, Rob, by the end of this month, Mm-hmm. who do you think the first baseman will be for the Red Sox?
2: I think it's the two guys you see right now. I think they'll still ride out Bobby Dalback, but they'll keep picking. I think they'll pick their spots a whole lot more than they did at the beginning of the year. Remember, they, they were running them out there a whole lot more than they were a year ago. And by the way, I want to get your guys' opinion. Franchi Cordero, I tweet this out. He showed me that he hit a 578-foot foul ball. Okay, yep. five hundred and seventy-eight feet. What you do you have it on his
0: phone? Good power. Yes,
2: he had he had the whole stat thing on his phone, like the the computer, and uh, that measured it. <laughs> it was in the minor leagues. Do you think that's possible? Like, it, it's, I don't know. Where's
1: the Ted Williams seat? How far is that? Do that's know?
2: not that. That's five oh three or something yeah, yeah, like yeah. that.
1: Five seventy-two seems a little uh, stiff. Metal bat,
0: maybe. Yeah. I don't know.
1: Well, they no, really it's in the minor league. No, no. no but I'm, saying, I'm saying I don't. I don't really believe that. Well, I guess. You, oh, you don't believe me. I no. guess you, I would you, ask.
0: I'd ask what kind of baseballs they're using because <laughs> no, that, no, no, If point. it's the wound-up baseball, I mean, then he it, can hit that it, thing a country it, mile. It,
2: in fairness, it was like the thin air of Amarillo or something like that. But got it. Do, do you guys believe? Do you guys believe in the Red Sea? I mean, I know I'm getting off track here, but I, I uh, want your no, opinion. I don't. Oh, okay.
0: I right. kind of do. Okay. Oh, there yeah, you go. Yeah. yeah, I kinda well, just like Ted Williams when he hit home plate, he flipped everybody off, right? That's <laughs> urban Lop supposed to believe that too. I no. believe that one.
2: All right, save that debate for the one o'clock hour. Yeah, oh, I was yeah, just yeah. gonna say Oh no, like July.
0: Bradford, yeah. we'll circle back to yeah. this in July when there's
1: not right. as much going on. When, okay. when
0: Shaughnessy and Bradford and Ryan Sr. are all covering the teams in the <laughs> yeah. 40s, I'm sure that story's been handed down over years of writer history. <laughs> yes, yes. That, uh, that he was fl- – hey, but in all seriousness, Franchi Cordero's mixing into first base. Can we officially say that that spot is open to be had and that at some point Tristan Casas could become a factor, or is this just the patchwork to kind of get through right now? How do you read that first base spot? Put it this way,
2: Franchi Cordero is ready for, more ready for the major leagues than Tristan Cassis is, And that's why you're seeing what you're seeing right now. You can say what you want about Franchi, but he's gone through the major leagues a few different times now. He's made some adjustments. He looks to me, he looks a lot better than he did a year ago. And Tristan Cassis, you have to it should resonate in your head the images of Michael Chavis and even Rafi Devers or going back away, Johan Mancata. These guys come up. And it's, they are quickly exposed to high fastballs or whatever they are. Tristan Cassis needs to keep seeing good AAA pitching right now because it's not like he's tearing it up. I mean, Jaron Duran's the guy who's tearing it up in Worcester. Tristan Cassis isn't tearing it up. Give him some more time, and Franchi might be the guy that may be able to buy it for you.
1: First error of the season for Rafael Devers oh. in the field. I know, broke the streak, had a nice thing going there. I'm still predicting a gold glove. Well, there was a lot of talk in, in the spring. I think Cora was sort of at the center of it that, he, that he'd really improved there over a third. Uh, do you agree with that? Do you think he looks like a different guy?
2: Oh, I was on that trolley. Yeah. I was absolutely on that. I, I watching him in spring training because, you know, spring training baseball means everything. As it we is. Found out uh-huh. in this hot start by the Red Sox. Um it, it's, he looked like a totally different guy to me. Rafael Devers looked like a totally different guy. He carried it over the, to the, into the regular season. And I, I do buy that he has made great strides. And to me, I, for, with this guy, it's in his head, a lot of it. It's all about confidence. Because you saw him make some really, really good plays in the last few years. But at the end of the day, you end up three straight or four straight years of leading the American League in, in errors. You can't just say, oh, well, he made some good plays, but, 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 No. No, you have to you cannot lead every year in errors. I think this year he's absolutely turned a corner.
0: Rob Bradford of com here with Gresh and Keith. He's with us each and every week for the midweek clubhouse report. Uh are you getting a sense that there are certain guys in this lineup that might be ready to start to either, I don't know, get back to par, start to kind of hit their way out of it a little bit. I know you're a hopeful guy, Rob Bradford. I am hopeful. you are filled with hope, but mm. are is there any hope for a couple of these guys either at the top or the bottom of the lineup who just suck so far this year?
2: Well, I, I would say this. The guy that they need to get going. This is the guy that is non-negotiable for me, is Trevor Story. Like you have to figure this out. You have to figure out what he's gonna be. And listen, we, we heard it from Alex Corey yesterday about Uh, the slow start and get you having to go home and then getting sick and this, this weird start to the season. Fine. Fine. All I know is that this has been the worst month of Trevor story's career and he's coming off a year, which he was at 800 OPS, which is fine. But in Colorado, that's not as good as everywhere else. And so you have to see something from him. Now, I don't think he's going to be the be-all, end-all, elite, shortstop, second baseman, whatever, that a lot of people were projecting him as. I think he's a really good player, but he has to be a really good player, which he hasn't been offensively yet. He is such a key part of this whole equation when you're talking about the lineup. So we're gonna to have to. The, to me, that's the guy that you got to get going because you put him at the top of the order. Then it changed, and he gets going. It's a whole different dynamic.
1: He got the best spot for him at the within this lineup hitting leadoff.
2: Yeah, until you know, what, what are your options? I mean, Kike Hernandez was the option, but he's not hitting any at all either. So I I, I like the throwing Trevor Story out there, seeing what you got, seeing seeing if he can jumpstart a little bit. You know what's about this offense? You know The Angels come to town, and they, I think they've attempted more stolen bases than any team in Major League Baseball. It, you, it's a reminder for the Red Sox, like, how stagnant they are. Mm. And that's sort of disconcerting, right? It's one thing not to score runs, but I don't know if you know this. It's not a good combination not to score runs, not to hit home runs, and not to steal any bases Tough. or not to try Tough to, to win. steal bases. Oh, yeah. Yeah, not so a lot of I, runs. I want to see like so. I want to see like what everyone was talking about with Trevor's story. Oh, you know, he, he gets on the bases. He could put pressure. All right, let's go. Let's see it. I mean, to me, again, that'll change everything.
0: Yeah, but we're not supposed to care about stolen bases anymore. Yeah, or well, or, or, or RBI's. Eyes, yeah, yeah.
2: Batting no, average. No RBI's. So, no steals. Crap. Doesn't what, matter. What, what, what
1: are we supposed to care about? <laughs> war. I, I lose track. War. What's their, what's their war? Right. Talk about, right. talk
2: to me about their war. T- time of game that's what we care about now
1: Bradfoe, at some point and we talked a lot in the uh, you know leading up to the season then a little early about Bogart's contract and Dever's contract and they get the win last night and hopefully they're going to start to turn things around but four games under 500 you're looking up at all these teams in the in the division at some point this season if you're still out of it do you have to readdress it in a different way not you know hey we might get bogarts but hey we might need to talk to him about trading him or we need to figure out right now what we're doing with devers or get value for him
2: yeah that's the uncomfortable thing like when they were really up until last night when you know you're coming out of baltimore and you're eight games behind the yankees and you're feeling terrible about yourself that's starting to be introduced into the conversation now it's too early right because everybody makes the playoffs like it's this crazy you know like a ton of people make the playoffs and you can still make the playoffs. So that's going to throw a monkey wrench into the absolutely trade him, uh, category. But it listen, 2000, what was it 2014? The Lester thing, you know, Lester lackey, these guys, they fell out of it and you knew that they we're out of it and you had to have those conversations. And if it does get to that point, if you hit another skid here and you fall way behind into July, then that conversation is absolutely on board. It has to be, and not only with Bogarts, but with Devers. I mean, it was. Think about when Mookie Betts was heading into that year before they traded him. They actually entertained the idea of trading Mookie Betts, which at that time, were like, oh my goodness, you can't do that. But you have to. I mean, if if you ha- we said this a million times, guys, you have to present these guys with whatever offer you think is going to be near your best offer and see if they're going to take the bait or are they going to come close to it. Because if they don't, then, then you have to explore
1: trades. So. Because it's a what-if Wednesday, Rob. Going back Ooh. to the Mookie Betts trade, if they didn't win the World Series in 18, would they have traded him in 19? instead of waiting another year because what it was probably a tough sell to the fans that we just won the world series, we have this great young team, and now we're gonna trade Mookie Betts. Did they keep him in nineteen specifically because they won the World Series?
2: No, I think they kept him in nineteen because they were caught in this sort of weird, like weird in in between world where they were sorta in it, but they weren't in it. And they and when you're in that, it wasn't just, oh my goodness, we're out totally out of it. We're gonna trade everybody. This is not not even a conversation. Remember that trade deadline? Like, Dombrowski, the guy who traded for everybody and loved to trade, did nothing. Did got, nothing.
1: Well, they got Kashner.
2: Yeah, exactly. Like, And again him, like, three weeks before the deadline. We added so, Cashner
1: we, to
0: the ball and, club yeah. in
2: particular. We <laughs> did get <Cashner. laughs> Yeah, that's, oh, <laughs> oh, that's a great sound. <laughs> Excellent job, John. Um, but it, it was, you know. So that's why they didn't trade him at that time. But if, if, it was, if they were completely out of it, then it's a different conversation. But what the interesting yeah. part about this isn't necessarily at the trade deadline. It's when you get to next February with Devers. Are you going to do the same thing you did with Betts or is ownership going to step in and say, "Listen, we can't, we can't do this again"? Because you remember, guys, it was as they were panicked when they made that Mookie Betts trade. Sure, they signed off on it, but they were also panicked, citing college ticket prices and you know people's buying jerseys. I mean, Betts, <laughs> Betts was Betts was Betts was like the guy that kids were buying the jerseys for, and now Devers is that guy, Bogarts is that guy, and if you deal those guys. Well, you know, start putting up the Marcelo Meyer jerseys for three years
0: from now. Yeah. Uh, Brad Foe, what happens if the Sox are rained out tonight? It's the only time Anaheim is in town. They play on the West Coast tomorrow. Just I don't know if you had even thought about it because I know you're such an optimistic guy. There's no rain in your world.
2: No, no. Well, this is going to be a one o'clock in the morning uh, finish tonight. Basically, is what,
0: what I'm saying. Oh, great! Got it. Excellent. Yeah, yeah. They're, 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 so, so about a nine ten start time. So socks talk with mutt is what you're going to be tuning into. <laughs> is what it sounds yes, like. Yes. Right. Yes. Rain is not an option as we. As, <laughs> yeah. As, yeah.
2: So, but the, Mother Nature will not win this time. All yes. right.
0: I've I have, I've have one more question before Ooh. we let you out of here, Brad Foe, and that is. The travesty that is the Oakland as right now. <laughs> they had twenty eight hundred people the other night in Oakland. Their home attendance is hovering around the Woo Sox. Officially, it's seven thousand nine hundred and fifty five a game for a major league team this has to be on the radar of mlb rob and is this like you know the movie major league where the owner's just like well, we're gonna run it in the ground and try to scream we have no attendance and move the team to vegas
2: probably yeah i mean probably and, and like what's what's striking is that you have what the season ticket base you're getting less than peop- the season ticket base i mean it's crazy that's almost like scientifically impossible to do So it's like you're just not even having the people who are paying money ahead of time to come to games, come to the games. It's crazy. And so I know that they talked about the stadium and and everything else, but it's just such it's such a terrible look. And I think that I do think that you're going to see in the next two years, the Oakland's, the Tampa's. I think the baseball, they are, they have been slapped in the face when it comes to all this stuff. Like, we've seen it with rules. We see it with time of game. We see it with, you know, baseballs and run and everything. I, and I think this is the next level of ownership in stadiums. Like, they can't keep going down this road. Um, and Oakland, obviously, is the latest example.
0: Yeah, it's pretty bad. Rob Bradford at WEEI.com. Check him out. He's up there each and every day pumping out all that content, WEEI.com. Bradfo, thank you. By the way, is that your old man recliner that you're in uh, today?
2: I, I, I mean, I, I don't – you guys, like – I can't find a good angle for this thing. Like, <laughs> they're you're, all like, good angles. What are you talking yeah, about know, like, like uh, blue steel? Do you want me to give you blue
0: steel? Oh, like, no, I I, you have so much natural light in your house that I mean, you can't. It, it, you know, all these uh, picture windows is, and things like that.
2: Uh, I mean, spoiler alert: I live in a glass dome. Yes, and that's exactly what I live
0: in. Well, yes. don't don't throw any uh, stones. There we oh. go. <laughs> Thank you, Bradford. Well, well done. Yeah, <laughs> <all right. laughs> we'll see you there. There goes Rob Bradford. W e i